With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Footballer Season 2, Episode 23. We are back from a long break over the holiday period. Hope you had a great 2021 and an even better 2022. We are now back to our normally scheduled podcast rotation. And this week I am joined by the foot coach, professional FIFA coach Steve Stokes, and market expert Right Foot. We've got a ton to go over this week, a lot to catch up on, tons of content coming out literally every day. This week's episode was recorded Friday the 14th, just after content drop. We're going to go over all the content this week and a really meaningful patch. We're going to break it all down for you guys and give you the info on what's important, what to look out for, and what to expect in the coming changes. And last but not least, I want to thank all of the Footballers Premier sponsors and supporters. We're getting more and more of you guys, it seems, every month. Really appreciate it. It means a lot to us. The streams in the Discord have been really going well, and it's starting to become a really active community. If you're not in the Discord, you can join. It's free. Click the link in the show notes. Let's get into the show. Well, welcome back, Steve. Paul, this week, we got Steve, the foot coach, Paul, foot trader. We've been away for quite a while. We took a long break for Christmas and New Year's, but we are back going forward, usual times, usual days, and we're going to break down all of this new content we have and all the changes in the upcoming patch. Steve, welcome back. Thanks for having me back, Hunter, after last week's um I was going to say episode, but it was a non-episode, wasn't it? Uh, I've got to put my hands in the air and tell the listeners that that was largely largely my responsibility that we didn't have an episode out last week. I had a few issues with my PC, um, proved that a little knowledge can be a dangerous thing and thought I knew enough to install a new operating system. And I soon found out yeah. that that wasn't true. Sometimes a little knowledge can get you in trouble. You just need to have the correct knowledge. Exactly. Just enough knowledge to be dangerous, Hunter. Yeah. Speaking of knowledge and dangerous, Paul, how are you this week, man? Dangerous. Sound like it. But not much knowledge flying about. But yeah, I'm good. Really good. I've um, fully recovered. Been ill a little bit over Christmas, but I'm fighting fit. Good to go. So first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about content. We have a lot to go over. We're just going to do some recaps real quick. Headliners is coming to an end today. Today is Friday the 14th. What do you think stood out the most to you guys in headliners? Paul, we'll start with you. I'm not a huge fan of headliners. It's always a little bit sort of meh because you're, you're looking at cards hoping for an upgrade in a few weeks' time or a few months' time, if at all. Um, but one thing that did stand out was the Zakaria objective. And I'm not usually one for objectives. I don't usually like, don't usually have time 
to do that. But I went out of my way on my second account to, to go out and do that. Strong link to Sao, Dijbril Sao. Um, and I've got him in that team. So yeah, I went and did it and I've used him a little bit and he seems very, very good. Yeah, Zakaria was extremely easy as far as the objectives are concerned. Uh, have you tried him in game? What do you think of him? Yeah, I've pl- probably played, well, I played my playoff games and a little bit of rivals and he seems he seems very good. Two really solid CDMs there in Sao and Zakaria. Yeah, I mean, I've really been enjoying that free headliners, Felipe Anderson. He's been balling out for me, although it seems like he is almost incapable of scoring inside the box. He just nails everything outside of the box. Steve, headliners, what stood out to you? What is your most liked and let's say most hated items of headliners? Well, you've both kind of already touched on them to a, to an extent. It's not one of my favorite promotions at all. I don't like the, the future focus promotions where you have got to wait for the upgrades. So that doesn't really float my boat. But I, for me, the, the highlight was, as you guys have said, you know, clearly the, the two objectives cards. I've done them both. Uh, I talked about Felipe Anderson in the, the Lost Pod last week. And yeah, as you say, Hunter, he's, he's lethal from outside the box. And we were talking just before we, uh, we started recording actually about the, the SAR objective, the, the Premier League player, which I'm sure we'll come to later anyway. But, uh, yeah, it's certainly worth giving some thought to that. As for Zakaria, yep, done him on, uh, on the Road to Glory account. And if you want, a, a good indication of, of how decent and how well respected this card is. I know a number of pros that have uh, that have been looking at getting him into their team, uh, playing him at centre-back. So if you can get creative with your chemistry, have a look at playing him at centre-back. That's what the, uh, that's the pros take on, on where his best position is. That Fofana headliners card seems to be in every single squad I'm facing, and he is so, so good. I would say he's the poor man's Vieira, but he's not exactly cheap, but he plays like Vieira level. I think that's probably going to wrap us up for headliners. I mean, headliners is, is really a, a known promo. It's, you know, they didn't hit us with too many surprises. It was pretty much on par with, with the standard headliners promo. In the last few days, I mean, we've seen a ton of new content come out. We did just get that flashback Pato a few days ago. And I remember in the days of FIFA 14, FIFA 15, Alexander Pato would run it up and down the pitch, making everybody look foolish. Steve, what do you think of the flashback Pato? Well, I think the first thing you've got to say is that he represents pretty good value for money coming in at between 140 150 on PlayStation and Xbox. It's a decent card, you know, for that kind of price. Four-star, four-star, which is always nice on a striker. 96 agility. So I've, I should add the disclaimer, I've not actually used this card. I'm, I'm going purely off stats. But on the surface of things, it, it looks decent. There's nothing there that's... It's a real worry, I wouldn't have said, where you sort of look at it and think, oh, you know, everything's okay, but the composure, that's that's not great. I mean, that's up at 88, you know, for example. Everything is there, more or less. I I used, he had a flashback card a couple of years ago, and it's kind of, it's making me a little bit itchy, because I seem to remember having a combination of him and flashback Daniel Sturridge, old peg leg in my attack. Same year as FIFA 19. It was, was it? Yeah, I thought so. FIFA 19, yeah, yeah, that'd be right. It's also the year of flashbacks, Laton. There we go. Big year for flashbacks. Mm. Some were better than others. What a fucking year. Naming no names, Sturridge. Yeah. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. There we go. Thank you very much, Gennaro. Um, So, yeah, all in all, if you you can get him in your team, um, if you've got Brazilian links, 
Shout out to the uh, to the Taliska wants to watch card actually. That'd be a really good link to Pato now that it's got its upgrade. So if you did that SBC right at the start of foot, you're laughing there because that's turned into a really nice card now. But yeah, I, I see nothing to dislike about Pato. Although I did see something on Twitter where Run the Foot Market didn't have a very high opinion of his finishing ability, but on paper, I'm not seeing it. Looks good to me. Yeah, his uh, flashback from FIFA 19 had 90 finishing and three-star weak foot. So, you know, this year it seems to be a little bit better in key areas. Um, Not particularly the finishing because this year his finishing is 87, but his stats are much higher in other places. Plus he has the four-star weak foot, which is always helpful. Paul, what's your thoughts on Pato? I think he looks a a really good card, but I think there's lots of other cards around, other SBCs, you know, I've still got Fakia there and one or two others. I think a lot of people will do the SBC, but he's, he's there to, to suck coins and fodder off the market going into Team of the Year. So I think I'll, I'll pass on that one. Just for what it's worth, if you did put a Hunter, sorry, slap, you've got to slap a Hunter. Slap it. Yeah. You slapped a Hunter chem card on him, um, you'd max out his acceleration and sprint speed. You take his finishing up to 97, um, shot power to 95, positioning to 96. So I wouldn't worry too much about the uh, the low finishing stat because, let's be honest, everybody's going to put a hunter on him, aren't they? What about if you bang a hunter on him? That only takes his acceleration and sprint speed to 99, unfortunately. All right. What yeah. about a soft ban? No? We're done with that? All right. Um you mentioned passing on him. Another car that has good passing is yes. Gunduan. Oh. Moments. Gunduan. We're going to get there, Steve. Calm. Calm your tits. Okay. I'm excited. No pun intended. Moments, Gunduan. Paul, is it a win? Is it a dub? Is it a good SBC? The card itself looks- it's half a million very, coins right now. Yeah. That's my only issue with it. The card itself looks very, very good. He's got 93 short passing, 92 vision. 92 composure, 90 agility, 90 balance, 91 reactions. Really, really, really good card, but he is 500 and something on Xbox. Yeah, 570. Fodder is high at the moment, so it'll probably come down a fair bit if we get um, a load of supply during team of the year. But I think even at 450, it's still going to be very expensive. And I'm not saying it's going to be expensive because if that was... An icon card, people would pay that for him, but I think because it's an SBC, it's a lot of coins. Yeah, and I just pulled up the little comparison tool on Footbin to see who he compares to, and he's very comparable to Modric, the winner wildcard version, who is more expensive, and also Gwinduzi, who's about half the price. So I, I don't know. To me, it's a little on the expensive side. That's just my take. I'm definitely not going to do it, but if I was a City fan, I would feel compelled to do it. I know Steve's probably got some thoughts. Well, I think in terms of a comparison, the fairer comparison is really with Winter Wildcard's Paul Pogba. The stats are incredibly similar, and obviously they're both Premier League. Pogba, if you take his Xbox price, is currently 875000 and Gundogan is 574000 To me, that's a bit of a bargain. I'm, I'm not really buying this idea that it's expensive. It's as good as the Pogba card. Again, you know, on paper, but uh, it's untradeable, so you want that to be reflected in the price. And I, I don't think you can complain at a 300,000 discount. Mm, it's a good shout. 
I get that, but you, you just can never get those coins back, can you? Like with Pogba, you'll always be able to get those back. But I think during Team of the Year, even now we've got these new 83-plus SBCs. There's lots going to be lots of fodder flying about, so it will be... How long is it out for? Let's just have a little look. Expires on the 21st, so we've got nearly a week. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully we'll get some upgrades and, you know, it might be, be able to reduce that price a fair bit. Uh, crafting some upgrades but I'll definitely have a look at some reviews see what people are saying about him because he does look a very very good card yeah we did just get the prime Fernando Torres SBC and currently the SBC is costing you about 1.3 million on PlayStation 1.4 million on Xbox but you can buy them on the market for just 1.1 so there really is no incentive in my opinion to go out and do this SBC sync a million coins into a card that you'll never get back. Maybe in the hopes you might pack something along the way, but the chances of you getting those coins back from the packs is just slim to none. Uh, so just, I think people need to be aware of that when you're deciding which SBCs to pursue and when you pursue them. If you knocked out Torres when it first dropped before fodder started going up, maybe that was a good call. Paul, what do you think about that idea? It just seems ridiculously expensive. At that price, I'd want him to come and wash my car every week. Yeah. Don't bother. You know, if you want to use him, save up the coins, go buy him, and uh, you know you can get those coins back when you sell him. But you'd have to be stupid. Yeah, stupid's the word. I was going to try and use something a little bit nicer, but no, no, yeah, you'd have to be stupid to go doing that nice PC hunter. Yeah, you'd have to be a real dumbass to go do that one, huh? Yep, absolute idiot. Only an idiot would do that. Oh no. This is what happened when I don't come on the pod for a couple of weeks. What? You've been and gone and done that SBC, haven't you, Hunter? Uh, uh, no. Oh, I would never. God, he has. Come on. He has, hasn't he? smarter than that. No, you're not. No, I'm playing. You're I haven't. Not. I wanted to, and I still want to. <laughs> oh, fuck. How's your VIP DJ set that you spunked 50,000 coins on? Huh? Dude, that is the best looking VIP area. Oh, on my street. Unbelievable. That's a fact. I'm pretty sure that's a fact. Might be the only one, but it's, it's the best looking one. What are, we're staying with content. Player of the Month Sterling. You doing it, Steve? Uh, no, I'm not. I've got the uh, Winter Wildcards Zaha in um, every account, really, I think. Don't think it's any better than that. Um, Zaha's got the five-star skills. And it makes the Zaha SBC look like an absolute steal, really. That said, you know, if, if you haven't got Zaha, Sterling's a decent card. I think the important thing to look at when you're considering these SBCs is how good the base card is. I think that's a pretty good... Uh, pretty good... Um, Comparison. Yeah, no, there's a word and I can't find it. Benchmark. Bench. It's a pretty good benchmark for, you know, to measure how well you can expect their the special card to perform. So he's got that custom animation, which is always a big deal. And yeah, I'd expect him to be, to be pretty good. Except for his composure. Going back to the base card, his composure is 78 on the base, 91 player of the month. It's only 82. That's the problem with cards like this, with good dribbling, yeah, with low composure on the standard card. They're going to be limited as to how high they can go based on their algorithm until they change that. It is what it is, but I'm not going to sink 350,000 coins into a card with 82 composure at this point of the game. Paul? Yeah, three-star week foot. Runs like a girl. 
I don't think you can say that. What? I don't think you can say that. I just did. Even if he runs like a girl, you can't say that. It's funny that you do say that, actually, because I've, I've just been watching the, the CrossFit tournament with some girls in it. He runs like a sissy. Like they would pull your heads off for saying that. He runs limp-wristed. I mean, both of your heads, Hunter. That's fine. If she could catch me. Oh, they could catch you. They can't catch Raheem Sterling, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm not, let's not get cancelled. <laughs> Again. Moving on to my favourite <laughs> piece of content that I want to talk about today. N'Golo, I mean, Malang Sar. Chelsea, Premier League objective player. Steve, you touched on him earlier. This is a must-do card, in my opinion. But I'm not going to go on any further because my opinion doesn't count here because I'm incredibly biased as a Chelsea fan and I'm also building a Chelsea team. Steve, why should everybody go and do this card? Well, first of all, let's be clear. That's not why your opinion doesn't count. The reason that your opinion doesn't count is because you did that fucking VIP area nonsense for 50,000 coins. Anybody who does that should not really be considered That's not fit true. to give advice to anybody on. I didn't spend coins. You spent FIFA points on it. I spent five US dollars. Five, five yes. actual real money. Look, man. On the cool DJ. How old are you again, Hannah? Old enough to party. But we were in the lounge. You're not eight, are you? Let's let's just clear that up. The boys from the Discord, we were all in there. It was it was the shit was popping off. I got caught up in the moment. You were drunk. And I bought it. And I fucking stand by it. <laughs> you were drunk. God damn it. That is the best VIP area on my street, Steve. High. You were high. I maybe. <laughs> Paul, back me up here. At least I didn't use coins. You're a fucking idiot. Oh, fuck. Where's Matt when I need him? He'd probably back you guys too. I'm a 12-year-old nephew, might agree. Yeah. He might have thought it's a good idea, but, you know, he's not, he's not, even he's not daft enough to spend his week spending money on a VIP well, area. I'll have you know, Steve, somebody that you respect and, and regard highly in this game, I know for a fact, has the ire for that emperor cat that's in the store right now. Quote, it has a stranglehold over him. That's, that is Mr. Wise it's FIFA. It's got to be wise, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's Fuck somebody you. that I used to respect. I was surrounded by idiots here. Look, you need one. No Every offense. pod needs one. I'll just, I'll be it this week. Unfortunately, the idiot's driving the ship. Can we get back to the topic, please? Malong Sar. Yes. He's got a very similar... Um, demeanor to Kante, hasn't he, in a lot of ways. Hmm. When you actually compare the cards, and bear with me here because this is going to sound mental, and I know you've got to consider things like work rates, you've got to consider weak foot, that sort of thing, but if you just did a strict side-by-side comparison of these two cards, they're incredibly similar. And we talked earlier about uh, playing Sicaria at centre-back. Spoke. We spoke earlier. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Yep. Okay. So you're just going to randomly <laughs> repeat things that I've just said now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yep. I can live with that. We spoke about, as I've said for the third time, we've spoke about Zakaria being moved to centre back. If you're going to do that, the problem you're going to have is finding a centre back that you can play in central midfield. Saar may be your man because he's certainly got the passing to do it. Not ideal, but as I say, he's. Uh, He's comparable to Kante. Outstrips him in the passing departments with 86 and 80, 86 short, 80 long, compared to Kante's 82 and 79. 
hasn't got great stamina compared to Kante. But uh, I'd be interested to see how he does actually go in, in a CDM role. Although having said that, he also looks very, very good just as a uh, as a box standard centre-back. I, I like the acceleration on him. Um, that's 79, obviously taken to 89 with a shadow, which I'm sure everybody will use. And to give that some sort of context, that's the same acceleration as the versus ice versus fire Joe Gomez. So, you know, the guy's no slouch. And he's also left-footed, which is going to appeal to a lot of people because a lot of people like to have a left-footed centre-back on the left and a right-footed centre-back, you guessed it, on the right. So, yeah, yeah, put the shadow on him, defensive awareness up to 93, interceptions to 96, standing tackle to 96. It's a good card, good free card. I'll be doing it, without doubt. I've started doing it, in fact. Mm, Definitely. I'll be working on that as soon as we finish this podcast. Paul, have you finished it yet? No, I won't be be doing that one. I've got a fair few centre-backs, and you won't get my team. (sighs) Fuck you, then. Did anybody do this showdown, SBC? No. No, but I was very, very tempted to do Damien. He won't fit in my team. I've got nobody who really links with him, but I just feel like that is a card that will come in handy at some point in the next few weeks or months. It just looks a really, really good card. Serie A, right back. Everybody needs this one. This is another one where... This is actually Dylan. I know that Dylan's looking at getting Darmian into his team. Not to play him at right back, but to, to switch him out to centre back. We'll get into that stage of the game where people are starting to get funky with the centre backs because they uh, they need that pace to cope with the juiced attackers we're getting now. So yeah, again, you know, think outside the box a little bit and maybe look at if you could play him at centre back because I know that's what Dill's considering. Mm. Last thing I want to talk about is Jasper Carlson from Eredivisie. Player of the Month, SBC, 20,000. He would be a decent link to the one we haven't spoke of in a long time, really. The one player from Sweden that really matters, that probably none of us, maybe Paul, can afford, but Zlatan. Winter wild card is Zlatan. I have yet to face that card in Division One rivals or foot champs. Is he that rare, Paul? Well, I was talking about him yesterday with friend of the Foot Academy, Pompel. Pompel has spent all his coins apart. He's got 57 coins left because he's, he's bought himself as Latan. Um, and I really, really... You can get you can get shot for that in Norway. You could, yeah. I, I really, really, really want to use him, but I just feel like he's going to drop at some point, hopefully, because I want to use him, but I'm not paying that, that for him. And I'm not very good with big guys. I'm not good enough usually to use big hefty players but you know hmm. we'll see I imagine he finishes absolutely everything and just barges people out of the way yeah um, like a flashback Benzema on oh, steroids I hate that card to this day he does things that just ugh yeah you Steve know, I don't want to pass over you here but tell me what you're, what you're thinking because you have something on your mind you could actually build a really good Swedish attack this year at this point in the game You've got the likes of Ibrahimovic, you've got Henrik Larsson, got the uh, the Europa League, Alexander Ishak, Freddie Lundberg, Kulazewski. You could play Kulazewski on the right wing. You could play this Carlsen uh, player of the month on the left wing. Then have Zlatan and, and Izak. There's your two strikers in a 4-4-2 perhaps. So uh, 
I don't know, credit where it's due. Sweden's well represented here. Don't, don't, you know, I'm not meaning to or trying to wind up Pompel, but uh, certainly better represented than Norway. Mm. I just remembered that Carlson had a signature signings card, which is basically a, a minus one from this latest card. Yeah. You can get him for about half the price of that SBC. So maybe that maybe the SBC is not a must do. Yeah. Just get signature signings instead. Or hey, don't fucking bother. Yeah. Or just don't bother. Yeah. Unless you have Zlatan, you need a link. Exactly. But who the fuck wants that link when you've got that kind of player in your team? Anyway. And who the fuck wants to listen to advice from somebody who bought the DJ Cool fucking VIP set? You would be surprised. I would. I'm sure there's at least one person out there that would. Shocked. As long as I've got one person that wants to hear advice. Your six-year-old son doesn't count. I have a purpose. He has no choice. He probably wouldn't want to hear it. You're right. He probably doesn't um, listen to your advice anyway. No. No. No, he definitely doesn't. No. Yeah, None of them he probably do. shouldn't either. Really. No. It would be unwise. Yeah. I don't like this. This is fucked up. I need backup. I'm like looking around the room. Listen to your mum, son. Okay. Team of the year. It's coming. Paul, what should we be doing right now? Not spending all your coins on all the shit that EA are putting out right now to try and drain your clubs dry so you've got absolutely no fodder left and no coins left. But I've just been having a look tonight. Uh, Informs have gone crazy this last week or two. They've been up and down like mad and they're really low at the moment. So if they're still really low when the pod comes out, go buy yourself some Informs and sling them in the club. Or, you know, if they drop again at some point over the next week or two, buy some because they've been doing really well. Even the sort of lower rated ones, the 79s and 80s have been jumping up to 15 or 17k. So, yeah, easy. Just sling some in your club. Fodder's going pretty well at the moment, isn't it? I, I, I managed to offload some that I'd been holding for a while, thinking I'd never sell it for a profit. But yeah, I managed yeah. to. Yeah, even your sort of 83s and... 84s have, have shot up this week and even more so tonight because you required 83 rated squads for the 83 plus attacker, defender and midfielder. So yeah, but you know, we're going to, we're going to get more of this as we got the, the team of the year warm up promo tonight. I think this is just going to be a fodder promo, SBCs, objectives. We we're getting daily SBCs, I think. Uh, an untradeable rare mega pack. Sort of challenge SBCs. Yeah, almost feels a little bit like swaps a little bit like we I think we're gonna have some objectives and stuff this week thrown in. But yeah, I like it. Yeah. I'm saving a few packs for team of the year, so if we're getting a decent upgrades I'll be doing those saving of a team of the year. Hoping and praying that I pack one. I probably won't, but there's always hope. Mm, the hope that kills you. Yeah. It is true. With all this new content that's been dropping, what seems to be on a daily basis, some of these SPC challenges can be, well, challenging. So it's a good idea to visit our friends at fifauteam.com and utilize their handy tool for SPC squad rating calculator. It'll tell you how many of each card you need to complete that SPC and getting it done as efficiently as possible. You can get a hold of this tool by going to fifauteam.com or clicking the link in the show notes. 
I also want to take this time to let you guys know that uh, Dave W. from the Discord, he's one of the community managers and a footballer's premier sponsor. He will be doing an event for his daughter who is currently in the hospital undergoing several operations. So Dave is putting on an event for Alder Hay Hospital to raise money and awareness for children's illnesses. And what he's going to be doing is streaming on the RAF Esports Twitch. And he's going to attempt to break the world record and play FIFA for 50 hours. So it would be really huge if you guys, if you can go support him, even if you can't give, if it's not in your budget, just go support him, be in the chat, let him know you're there. We'll get you guys more information as the event gets closer, but it looks like it's going to be in early March. And Dave, we all here at Footballers in our community, we support you and we hope that your daughter gets better soon. Let's get back into the show. We got quite a bit to go over on the second half of this pod, and it's going to deal mostly with the new patch that's coming out. It's quite a big patch. And I mean big in the way of lots of changes, meaningful changes, in my opinion. And I want to get you guys' thoughts on this as well. But before we get into that, I do want to talk about what they mentioned today on the Top Bins episode. I forced myself to listen to that just to make sure we were giving you guys all the information possible. And they did bring up- Are you okay? No, I think I'm running a fever. Um, That's going above and beyond the call call of duty there, Hannah. Well done. On behalf of all of our listeners, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. The hack. You're welcome. They did bring they did bring it up and they issued an apology for not saying more about it last week when it was initially brought to their attention, even though it was brought to their attention about six weeks ago. Basically they said during the heat of the moment and when the when the investigation was first going on, they didn't want to say a whole lot about it and that they have inst- implemented a few changes as far as managerial requirements for changing emails and retraining their employees. Uh, I don't think, in my opinion, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I, I speak for most of the community when I say that it wasn't the lack of communication from them. It was the fact that it was the tone deaf communication from them saying, we're aware of an issue. Make sure you enable two-factor authentic- authentication, which that was the exact issue being bypassed. So. It just seemed kind of generic, like push button response to what they kind of re- reply with everything. And I know it's a very corporate mentality. I get that. Um, but they didn't acknowledge that this week. You know, it, it, it kind of rubs me the wrong way when they just talk. They kind of condescending tone to the community when they know exactly what's going on, the community. And they talk to you as if you don't. And I think that just what puts people off. It's like they're just not connected. Steve, what do you think? I think it's done. Uh- I don't think it's that they're not connected. I think it's uh, it's just a willful corporate approach. I think that's just the way that they uh, that they want to handle things. Hmm. This is usually where Metz interjects with his wisdom of his corporate knowledge. We're going to have Paul do that for us. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, I think the the statement that they released a week later was really good, really informative, telling us that they're going to retrain the staff, the measures they're going to put in place, that were really good. But like you say, Hunter, the initial statement were like, meh, two-factor authentication, authentication, sort your lives out, guys. You need to protect your accounts, like putting it on us when they knew damn well that it was not the customer that was at fault. It was their EA help. So that that was a bit shit, really, of them. But uh, yeah, the statement that they made, I thought, was, I think not necessarily one of the first times, but one of the most significant statements they've made, accepting responsibility for one and then telling us 
what they're going to do to put it right. And I, I was really impressed by that. Hey, I think it was you that, that mentioned this in the chat the other day, Paul, but can you confirm that the players that did get hacked, like Nick run the foot market, for example, they quick sold some of his loan cards, like some of his icons, and they returned him with untradeable non-loan versions? Yeah, well, it was a bit of a funny one with Nick. I think he ended up losing or getting hacked uh, and they took about six mil because he was onto it straight away. So what he did was spent all his coins and listed them up for three days while smart while they were figuring it out. Very so, smart. You know, that were a smart move. But um, they did get some coins off. But yeah, gave him, I think they gave him about four and a half mil back. But the hackers had, yeah, quick sold some of his loan icons right. um, and loan gold cards. So he got gold Mbappe back, gold Messi, Prime Cannavaro, I think, and some others. Not loans, he got the actual cards back. Why would they quick sell a loan card? You don't get anything for that. You get satisfaction at knowing you stuck it to Nick run the foot market. That's what you get. That's how rotten this community is. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, I'm not quite sure why the, the quick sold the, the loans, but but yeah, it's just probably just something like, uh, you know, they probably just got rid of everything. Quick sold chunks and stuff. Mm. But yeah, so I, I think he was still out of pocket a little bit maybe, but he was quite happy because he got uh, untradeable Mbappe and Messi. Not a bad shout. I should be thankful because I have both of those too. Soft flex. Let's talk about the title update. This is a, a really important thing we should discuss this week. Steve, I want to get your thoughts. First of all, Driven passes. They have made driven passes more likely to be intercepted if you're standing in the lane. Do you think that that was an issue that needed to be addressed? I think it's an issue that needs to be addressed not only with driven passes, but with all passes, really. Um, And it has done. This isn't the first FIFA where that's been the case. So, yeah, I love it. The driven pass is overpowered at the moment, I would say. Some would even say I I think it still will be after the patch. But yeah, it, 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 uh, hopefully it'll be a bit more balanced because there's nothing more frustrating really is there, than, than reading a pass, getting in the lane and seeing it just whiz past your players' laces. So hopefully it, it sorts that out. Um, yeah, I, 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 you haven't asked for my general thoughts on the patch, um, but they are. Hey, Steve, what is your general thoughts on the patch as a whole? I'm glad you asked. I've been dying to know. Yeah, it's positive, isn't it? I mean, the, the, the too long didn't read of it is, uh, hey guys, we fixed everything. Everything's addressed, really. We'll have to see what happens when we when it actually drops and, and see how effective it is, see if they they have done what it says on the tin, so to speak. But yeah, um, all of the major issues seem to have been covered. The one that people seem to have missed, because it's not quite that obvious, is uh, that the over-the-top through balls have been dealt with, but I think people have missed it because EA have done a very un-EA-like thing. Normally, in that sort of situation, they would nerf the, the issue, so they'd uh, they'd make the over-the-top through balls less effective, but they haven't done that this time. They've actually uh, they've buffed the centre-backs to, to stop them from effectively falling asleep underneath these uh, chip through balls, which is what they do, so they're no longer going to sort of stop running basically is what they do isn't it the animation just sort of slows down it's extremely annoying that's going to be removed yeah and uh supposedly they're going to deal with those passes a a bit better now that said that said um and i want to emphasize this the most broken pass in the game at the moment 
and still will be a chipped through ball where you do the uh, the driven chipped through ball. So you're holding down L1, R1 and triangle or Y. Nothing's been done to, to address that in this patch. And mark my words, that will be the pass that we see abused next. Mm, interesting. You know, something that I did see in the pitch notes and it wasn't really harped on in their episode today of, of Top Bins, but it reads some dribbling animations triggered by moving the left stick, which include the ball carrier taking small touches to avoid a potential tackle will now only occur when contextual agile dribbling is set to on. I think this could be a big change if it is what I think it is, because that's those unanticipated touches when you're trying to lift stick dribble in and around the box in tight spaces. That's what it sounds like to me. If that is the case, I think lift stick dribbling is going to become much more dependable and much more reliable, I would say, in the box. And you won't get these phantom huge touches. And I think that's probably a next gen thing only with these 4,000 new animations in the, the hyper motion. Is that how it kind of sounds to you, Steve? Possibly. I haven't really found that much of a problem with left stick dribbling in a good connection this year, to be honest with you. But yeah, it, it could explain that. It could be a coding thing. Who it's, knows? It's a contextual issue. Could be. Another thing I was excited to read about, and they discussed it today, was the short cross to the far post. I have been conceding a shit ton of goals to a particular setup, and I've sort of figured out a way to deal with it, but you kind of have to recognize the type of player you're playing. If he's going to try one on you and if he's going to try one, he's going to keep trying them. So he might burn you once, but I think that whole issue is going to be dealt with in this patch, according to what they put out today. Paul, did you find that to be an issue in the game? The, the far post cross, the little lofted cross? Yeah. The little sort of dig to the back post. Yeah. Uh, I think you nailed it as well. Like I don't get it a lot, but when I have a player that uses it, that seems to be their go-to when they they, they just spam the shit out of it. But um, yeah, the patch looks really good, but I'm going to be quite cynical here. I think the player base is dropping off. Lots of people complaining about the game, and then all of a sudden we, sudden we get a miracle patch that is gonna fix all the issues that people are complaining about so the proof will be in the the pudding so to speak i hope that all these things that are in the patch are addressed and are sorted out but we will see because it has been bad the last few weeks well not the last few weeks been bad for a while but just inconsistent just lots of i don't know if it's just been me but there just seems to be a lot of pinball going around lots of the ball bobbling about all over and you know, hugely when the connection's bad. I think it's quite interesting the way that they've chosen to to address it as well, because based on what they've said in the pitch notes, what they're actually going to do is reduce the amount of players that you'll have in the box if you have your corner set to one. You're going to have more players positioned outside of the box and at the halfway line. And that's good for two reasons, really. It's not just that it, it should solve the problem of the of the far post cross, which, by the way, for the record, I've never had a problem with. People call it a glitch. I've never seen it as a glitch. It's just a very effective tactic, which is defendable. So not necessarily in agreement that it actually needed patching. But the, the other thing that it does is it, it, a lot of people were having problems with being countered from corners. And I've seen a lot of goals being scored where people are countered from corners. And you can now at least set your, your slider to one which should give you much more cover, you know, if what they're saying is true about 
more of your players being positioned on the halfway line and counters from corners shouldn't be a thing before I move on from that as well though actually and because it's being patched I've never actually said anything about this publicly before but there's a there's a very 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 little known glitch where if you can just um if you're coming out from a corner you can so successfully counter-attack your players by just driving a pass up to your striker and before the ball gets to your striker turn your stick or push your stick in the direction of the goal you're attacking and double tap R2 or RT so that they take a big massive sprint touch when the ball comes to them and it just absolutely fires you away from the defenders. doesn't work every time, but a good seven or eight times out of ten. Um, as long as you do it before the ball gets there, hit that double tap, you will you will fire away from the defenders and you'll score a ton of goals. So make the most of that before the patch comes out, kids. Mm. Or it may already be uh, out. I can't advocate for that behaviour. Well, there's a reason why I kept it quiet, aren't there? Yeah, ain't no doubt. Out of interest, Steve, what is the way to defend the corner glitch? To cut out the cross, to take control of a player and move him to the edge of your uh, of your penalty area and intercept the cross. Oh, sorry, intercept the uh, the pass to the uh, to the setup man, to the guy who crosses it. Right. Once you do that, you can you can counter attack and score easy goals as well. Steve, you mentioned keeping that to yourself today and the. Uh top bins episode they did mention that they forgot to mention in the pitch notes that the master switch glitch is going to be addressed in this patch yeah so paul you touched on it earlier frustrated fifa players get ready for the bombardment of the game is broken tweets that are going to come from all of these people who never turned the switch off and have been playing assisted this entire time there's going to be a learning curve from hell when they get this patch. That's just my prediction. I think there's going to be lots of frustration for those players that have been used to being assisted, thinking that they're better than they really are, and they're going to get a reality check. What do you think, Paul? There is going to be some serious frustration because- Is somebody going to be in for a fucking? Somebody's in for a fucking. But when I realized this, I went to my settings and realized that my master switch was unassisted. So when I realised that, I switched it off and, yeah, it's been quite difficult for the last few weeks. But we're getting there now. We're getting there. Touching sprint jockey was definitely not the one. I'm just sending centre-backs left and right and people scoring easy goals. But, you know, we, we're getting there now, slowly but surely. Yeah. I'm interested to see how the community reacts to that on mass. And the last major thing I wanted to talk about, and I saved the best for last because we've talked about this countless times on countless episodes, and they finally addressed it, the fucking pitch lines. Paul, your pink pitch lines will now only be visible to you. I'll still see my pretty white pitch lines like a normal football simulator. How does that make you feel? You're rolling your eyes. You look disgusted. I am really. I feel like if we're at home... You should see my pink pitch lines. Well, if you play in my stadium, you know what you're going to see? Boring white with some shitty VIP section. fucking VIP area, baby. Yeah. Should I have to see that, though, is my question. Should I have to see your shitty VIP area? Goddamn right. It's not on the pitch. You're going to see all my fans in the VIP area, all like seven of them, just vibing in there, as Jason would say. (laughs) Yeah, I think it, it... it needs sorting out. I played a couple of guys this week with green pitch lines. You know. Yeah. 
it's the green ones were the worst, the light green, the, the, the light yellow, whatever they are. But the thing about it is, is it's not one of those things that while it may, if you did just the green, it would help me because my vision is, I, I think, normal. But some people see colors differently. They might be colorblind. So you kind of just have to nip the whole thing in the bud, in my opinion. I think they made the right move here. Steve, you look particularly unamused with this conversation. What do you think about it? Why was it ever in the game in the first place? What Twant signed off on the idea of having green pitch lines? How, how did that happen? I don't understand. How, how, how on earth did that happen? Green pitch lines on green grass. Brilliant. If I had a dollar for every time I asked myself about this this game this year, I could probably just buy a new computer, even though I just built a new one. There's been that many fuck-ups. Speaking of computers, Steve, how's your new system doing, buddy? You had some, some growing pains. I'm surprised yeah. it lasted this long. Fine. It's not a new system. It's just a new operating system. I, I, I've got fed up of Windows. I've always sort of I've flitted between Windows and Linux for years, and I just thought, let's pull the plug on Windows for once and for all. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I went a bit too far. Went a little bit beyond my knowledge. Yeah. But hey, that's that's a great way of learning as well, though, you know. Get yeah. out of your depth zone. I'm just thinking, what the fuck is Linux? Like the boxer. Mike Tyson. Or if you're in the States, like the air conditioning unit. Is it like Atari? From the 1950s. Atari didn't come out in the 50s? Yeah, it did. No, that's, that's your birth date, bro. It's only just come out in Yorkshire. Hey, we've got Windows 98 around here, <laughs> mate. I'll tell you. Well, <laughs> all the kids are excited playing ping pong, man. Looking <laughs> Windows ninety. Yeah, look, look at kid. We're at the look, forefront. I can, I can turn this controller out, and it moves bat. And if I move bat to ball, it hits it back over to the side. Our oh, kid, great. It's like pong with hyper motion. No, okay. Yeah. It's the latest thing in Bradford. Uh, I don't live in Bradford. I'm in uh, North Yorkshire. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's going to be it for this week. We had a shit ton to go through. Next week, we're going to have the full crew with us, hopefully, and uh, we'll get you guys caught up. We're going to get all your community questions and hot takes next week because all the stuff we had in there was a little bit old. A lot of it was outdated. We've been kind of, like I said, took the break, but we were coming back full force next week. So get in touch, get your hot takes, your questions in. If you're not in the Discord, join the Discord. Click the link. It's in the show notes. And uh, Steve, where can they follow you on social and where can they join the Foot Academy? Follow me on Twitter at The Foot Coach and you can sign up for the Foot Academy, which uh, I think we'll be talking about a bit more next week. Uh, you can sign up for that at patreon.com forward slash The Foot Academy. There's going to be a pretty important guide dropping in there quite soon, looking at how you can still get the most out of your uh, out of your teams out of the mechanics post patch so that's something to look out for sounds good looking forward to that Paul right fucking thoughts on Twitter W-R-I-G-H-T-F-U-T so oh I streamed last week as well so you can find me on Twitch as well occasionally I did I saw you on Twitch yeah was it good no, it was shares normal, but we're there. All right. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at the Foot Hunter. You can follow the show on Twitter at Footballers Pod, and you can follow the show on Twitch. We'll be starting some live streams really soon, and that's going to be twitch.tv forward slash Footballers Pod. Thanks for joining us this week. We will catch you next week. See you. Podcast Network.